Hello world and welcome to the next episode of the Expect to Win. I am Lamar Thomas. I am here with some special people. I have Ramona Thomas and I also have Miss Bernada Linder. Um, these young women, okay, young women have a very powerful testimony that they want to share and inspire and do um, do their justice to just speak their truth and speak their word and speak what happens. So I'm not even going to take any thunder from you. So I'm going to let you introduce yourself and say a little something about yourself and tell us why you joining the show today. Hey everybody, I'm Ramona Thomas. Hey everyone, I'm Bernada Linder. I am an environmental health specialist. For most of you, if you don't know what that is, I am a health inspector. Also, we're going to talk about this journey to 31. Okay, journey to 31. You're gonna have to build that up. Just from my little knowledge, I know that you ladies are runners. Not not just wake up in the morning and let's run down the street a few times. Y'all are seriously, let's run to Atlanta and try to come back. <laughs> runners. Y'all yeah. do some extreme type running. Again, kind of give me a, a backdrop of how you ladies got interested in being runners. Okay, well, about what, two years ago, was it? One morning, it was wintertime, I do remember, close to Christmas. Um, me and Bernada, she called me, I said, we, we need to run, how many miles was it? Three miles. I said, we, we need to run three miles today. So I was looking for, I was getting ready to leave, and I was trying to charge my watch so I could run. And um, I called Bernada, I said, I'm coming, let me just charge my watch. And what was going on with you? I couldn't find my keys, so when we eventually got to the track, we were supposed to be at track about five. I believe we ended up getting to the track about six. And when we got to the track, we saw these group of women dressed in like Santa Claus clothes. <laughs> One lady had like on a green dress and the other had on like Mrs. Claus suit. So we were like, let's go see what they're about to do. Wait a minute, pause, okay. <laughs> it's what time? Again, explain the time, because you know I'm a little bit- Oh, it's like Christmas time. It's Christmas it's time, Christmas. and it's six o'clock in the morning. Right, and, you see and people it's a with, Saturday. With some uniforms on, and normal black people usually run mm -hmm. away, but you ladies said we're gonna go too. Okay, so that's an adventurous thing y'all got. <laughs> but go ahead, I'm finish up. So we went to them and we were like, what are you guys doing? And they were like, we're gonna run to downtown because um, those of you that don't know are downtown, but also they decorate for Christmas um, with lights and uh, sleigh and all that other stuff. And so they were like, we're gonna run downtown and we're gonna take pictures. Y'all wanna come? So we went. And then we ended up running more than three miles. That day we ended up running, I believe more than five miles. And that was like the start to our running journey. And I think from there we was hooked because we was like, oh my God, we did five miles. Nice that was stop. a big deal for us. <laughs> and we just just lit a fire on us. And that was two years ago and we still rolling on. Wow. I do understand that this time is health craze. You got um, the natural cures now. You got people eating seaweed and people uh, with all the, the get slim fast diets take this do that and fast here and do that now is your running purely for exercise to lose weight or what is your motivation to actually run well just for exercise purely because i haven't been really successful in losing any weight <laughs> but um just the joy of running and meeting people and just purely exercise the challenge yeah i run to stay fit um, just exercise. This is kind of funny, but 
my motto is like, when I do have a baby someday, I wanna run someday when I get pregnant. I hope to continue running, so. Okay, I'm saying, cause see, there's a different category because some runners run cause it's a sport, like the competition of running. And some people run because I'm trying to lose weight. So now are you guys in between? Or are you moving over and become professional runners? The sport? Or are we just running to get slim? Well, I consider myself an athlete runner, if I must say so. <laughs> okay, all right, now run with that. Yes, I run for competition as well. Like I try to beat my prior time and kind of both. To lose weight and to stay fit and then to beat my and and I think when she said for competition, she don't really mean competition with others. It's just competition with herself. And that's one of the reasons why I really like running is because you get to compete with your, it's a self sport. You get to compete with yourself. So if your last 5K was this time, you look at it and you say, okay, this time when I do this 5K, I want to shorten my time by two minutes or a couple of 30 seconds or so. Okay, now this I want the truth now because we're not gonna be here all night. So I I need the scoop. I want to know how did you ladies go from accidentally finding a running group to and running three miles to five miles to running thirty one miles. So I need that journey. I need that scoop because you can help somebody else out. There may be somebody listening that's riding in the car that's thinking about running in the morning and they do like I do. I plan to run every morning. It just don't happen. Um, you know, so you could say something or, or inspire me to actually get up and run more than one mile or 800 meters or whatever it is I decide to run that day. But what, what was the journey from being a regular person just trying to lose a little weight to becoming a professional athletic runner? Ooh, you said the bar half was professional? That professional runner. You got in a <laughs> marathon. That's a professional. Well, for me, I think it's just... Um, with, with each distance because I did a 5K, we did 10Ks, 8Ks, we did a 15K, we did a half marathon, and I think each each distance um, I was proud of myself and I thought, wow, I can accomplish that, and each time I thought, I can do more. So every time I hit that finish line, I was like, I can do more. And when I did that marathon, and I was like, I could do more and so it's just more inside of me and I think people just sometimes put limits on their self, um, their abilities and things that they can do um, and so I would just say don't limit yourself, just go out there and do it and be great at it. I'm going to be honest, um, I've never had 31 miles in my mind, I just, <laughs> when we did that race that was in Albany, the sneakers race, my friend did her marathon, I had never did a marathon so I was just tagging along. When she did that marathon, she said, oh, I think I'm going to do an ultra. She had listened to this podcast of this guy that did an ultra. So then, after that, I thought about it. I was like, well, I could do that. So then I signed up for it. It took me a while, several weeks, maybe months. And then I decided to just join in with her, tag along with the journey. Well, let, me, let me tell everybody, she's being so bashful. She actually never, um, she only ran a half marathon, which is 13.2 miles. So that's all she had ever ran before we started training for this ultra marathon, which is 31 miles. So, I mean, that's like unbelievable. You know, people were thinking, she's not gonna be able to do that, to go from a half marathon, which is 13 miles, to jump to 31 miles. But anything is possible. 
You said you said a lot. You said a mouthful in, in all of that. I definitely like you know you have more inside you than a lot of times than what you show, and that that's big for a lot of people. Just because people limit themselves, they kind of get caught up in their surroundings and the people that are around the warm market, and we just kind of stay in this little bubble, the comfortable bubble. And you ladies are just really blowing that out the door by getting up every morning at the time you do and going out running these races and running for the time that you do. Um, so in that, you also spoke about training. So when you say training, how many miles do you run to prepare to run a lot of miles? So how, how do you train to run all those miles? Well, in the beginning, we followed two training plans. Um, one was based on for running for time and the other one was based on running for distance. And then, and then this was a four month process, but as we got closer, we dropped one of the plans and started running for a distance. So on Monday, we would look at the plan and it would say, it would tell us how many miles we would run each day. Closer to the race, we started tapering, which means you just cut down on the miles that you're running during the week. Um, and it was difficult because we ran in the hottest months. I don't know what made us do that. I thought, <laughs> oh my God because it was extremely hot outside, even at four o'clock in the morning, it was hot. It was know. very humid too. It was hot and humid and it was tough. Four months of intense. I wanted to give up several times. I don't know about you. Oh yeah. <laughs> Training was very difficult for me because it was during the time like Summertime, I think this was the busiest summer of my life. We had traveled so much. So during the weekdays, those were our shorter miles. But during the weekend, we normally had to run about 8 to 20 miles. So I think during this training process, my longest miles were like 10 miles. I never reached 20 miles. So it was like when Ramona would go out on a run, I was out of town. So it was kind of hard trying to like train being out of town. I did a few miles, but I wasn't really like as committed, but I did what I had to do. I did run some. I'm so. going to stop you. And that was another thing that I was like, this girl is bad. Yes. How you, how you only run 10 miles yes. and then you turn up and run 31 mm -hmm. miles. I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, I'm like, this girl is bad. They pushing yourself to some limits. Now, how I want to know, I got a question though. How do you stay motivated when you hit that wall? When, when life, you know, happens, you know, like you said, you had a busy summer when the marriage things got to go on, the kids, the job, you got everything else going on, our injuries. How do you stay motivated to run? And then when you're running for eight hours at the fourth hour, how, you know, how do you stay motivated to finish four more hours? How do you stay motivated to run when you hit that wall? Oh, well, that's 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 a tough one. Um, so you just have to pray. That's when you really start praying because it's going to take God's strength to get you through. And that's exactly what I had to do. Probably the last four miles, my foot was hurt so bad and I was limping and I didn't think I was going to make it. I wanted to literally start crawling to the finish line, but I just, I mean, I prayed and got through it. Exactly what my friend said. We ran the first eight miles together and after that, I didn't really see her anymore. And about mile 13, man, like she said, my feet were like hurting so bad and I was thinking why didn't anyone tell me like my feet were gonna be in this much pain so then I just did like the walk run method and I continued like 
running. Then I stopped. It seemed like the more I walked, the more my feet were in pain. It was better to just run and jog. And then like she said, you just have to pray and then just praise God. And you know, you start thinking about life and just like how like awesome God like has enabled you to be able to do these many miles and just thinking about the goodness of like how he is and just everything. I, and, and speaking of that, if, if I'm running for that long or how important is the support staff to have around you you know, as far as the training process and then, you know, at that event, because I'm sure it takes a, a lot to, to put all that stuff together. Um, so, I, you know, explain that support staff that's around you. Um, and I also heard you mention that she left you. So I'm saying, so, <laughs> I, you know, when I'm running, if, if me and you in this thing together, and then somebody See, leaves. See, that's how you know, we train, though. You know, is it, we is train it, like that. Is it chase the rabbit type <laughs> method or what, what we, you know. See you when I see you. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like that. My mindset was like, I'll catch back up with her or catch but, up with but someone. But when we did our morning runs, that's, that's kind of what it was like. Like, we would start together, but we would not finish together, if that make any sense. So, I think we were both kind of used to that. I tried to get her to come on. I was like, come on, Renata, we got it, we got it, we feeling good. I, was, I had that happy spirit going. Early on into the race, I was feeling real good. You know, the scenery was absolutely beautiful. And I think that was another um, another reason why we just got through it, because you're just looking at all the lakes and the water and the people fishing. and. I'm an outdoors person, I love to be outside. So just that sort of kind of took my mind too off of the pain that I was feeling at the end. Yeah, we, we kind of used to that. That's kind of how we, we trained, oddly. We would start together and then we would see each other before we left. And you would say like support staff, this race was different from any other race because this race like normally, one race we did that was in February, it had like the crowd was like cheering you on, but this race was different. Like it was on a biker's trail. Felt like so it was like, in the wilderness. Yeah, you were in the wilderness and you didn't have like the camaraderie of like the outside people cheering you on. But it was kind of cool because you would see other people that were kind of like you, like bikers and then runners. And then we even had someone ask like, hey, how many miles are y'all doing? They were shocked like they even hear we were doing 31 miles. So that was cool and different. And like she said, the scenery, it was nice. I love like just looking at like the cool water and just listening to like the sound, the waterfall. Yeah. And you you ladies are definitely in, in the 1% club. I mean, you in your own fraternity with this running. Um, and that's why people respect you. That's why people, um, you know, look at you the way you do. You know, you, you say crazy is the reaction and that's how we feel that you ladies are. And you say that you, when you running 30 miles and people, what, 30 miles? And that, that's, but that's truly remarkable of what you put your body through and what you put your mind through. Um, Cause I can only imagine what you think of for eight, you know, that's a whole lot of praying, a whole lot of reflecting um, that, that you do. So can you say that, after the run, you feel mentally relieved. Does it does it take a lot of things that that you had built up in your mind? Does it help you release some of that? Yeah, I was relieved it was over. <laughs> I was just but, uh, relieved that it was over. I don't think it. I mean, I, during this race, I never had the thought like other races where like, why am I doing this? This race was different. I That's guess I, I focused on like 
my feet pain, but I'll do it again. I don't know how soon, but um, <laughs> I want to give my body some time to relax. So. Okay, well now I need you to sell the sport of running. You know what, like what's the misconception about running? You know, like, hey, I might be interested. Maybe I wanna, you know, get out there and buy me some $300 shoes and go see how, how far I could run. Um, but what's the what's the selling point? Um, I would just say running is cheaper than therapy. True. <laughs> you know, so I'm true. not a salesperson, but um, you don't have to be small to run. Right. You don't have. You don't to have to be, have to be a stick. So anyone's capable of running. And it don't take any skills. You just have to do it. Mm -hmm. really. You have to do the Forrest Gump thing. I just feel like running and just just go. Just go. Just go. Start slow. You know. Yeah. Take each moment, like start with like a 30 minute run or a walk, you know. Try to like do the run walk method or build yourself up yeah, to build it. Build your stamina up and just get active. Just move. Cool. Um, what, since you started running, and I, I don't know if we mentioned that earlier, how many years have you ladies been running now? How, how long has this been? About two years. About yeah, two, two years, years. I think. We did other things. We did CrossFit together. We did um, body pump. Yeah, group fitness classes. Um, yeah, we had a group fitness class. Um, so we've been very active. This is just, running is just, we did boxing. Um, so running is now, I guess, our thing. So running is what stuck. That's what, what out of all the different, the CrossFits, the boxings, the group fitness, the all of that. You know, so running is the most fulfilling out of all of those different areas. I wouldn't say it's the most fulfilling, but it's it's not as, as expensive as other things. And you meet a lot of people that enjoy the sport as you do. Right. Okay. Well, the, the reason I was going into the years, though, I wanted to come back with the question, though, now that you spoke about pushing yourself to another level, you know, doing things that you never thought that you could do, has running and creating that mental power that you've created, has that helped you in other parts of life? Has that helped you look at things different at work? Has that helped you look at your relationships different, your marriages different? Has any has running connected to any of those things or is it just two separate things? Well, I would have to say um, this journey to 31, one of the things that I really, really thought about um, that I really got out of it was commitment. Like, I did not realize that I, I committed to this plan um, and I did not realize that I could commit to something this much. So I said, if I take that same amount of commitment, that same amount of energy into every other area of my life, I would be unstoppable. So that's, that's what I'm gonna do going forward. I'm gonna merge those two things. I agree with everything she said. Okay, all right then. <laughs> okay, well listen, I, definitely just, just from the outside looking in, you're talking about somebody who cannot convince myself to get out there and run that much. You know, I have to go play basketball or, or some something else to try to, to run that much. Um, and, and just to see you ladies and, and hear the stories and, and I know we running out of time, so but I know you got some horror stories of things that you've heard or seen other people, um, you know, I've coached track, so I've seen people, you know, pull muscles, I've seen different things, and I've seen the pain and agony, um, so that's why when, when you say you're running 31 miles, people saying, not only 31 miles, I'm looking at the time, you're saying you're running for eight hours. 
hours. Mm -hmm. that's, that's the same amount of time that some people sitting at work. So this is something that you're choosing to go out and do. Um, it just speaks volume of the commitment and, and the heart that you have. So I'm not gonna let you sell yourself short. I'm gonna say you are doing some remarkable things and I truly wish that you will become a salesman, a sales lady, and start pushing this on other people because we, we do have a lot of people that are, are dying. Uh, we have a lot of people that are getting health uh, related illnesses that you ladies could be the breath of fresh air for them you could get them out and like you said start small maybe they can't join you and they don't have the super ability to practice 10 miles but then go run 30. Amen. But Amen. you could actually get them out and run a lap or two or so maybe now it's your turn to put on the christmas outfits and then draw somebody else in like those ladies drew you in um, so I just want you to be a light for some other people. Um, it is very, very, very impressive for you to wake up every morning at the time that you do, rain, cold, heat. Yeah, you know, I forgot that. We, and, we ran in the rain. You know, and, and you getting out there doing that and, and that's, that's like I said, that's a that's a commitment that a lot of people not making. You know, the easy way is now is just Photoshop your pictures, but you <laughs> ladies are out there now really grinding the, the, the the epitome of grind get up every morning at this time you know there's no cars everybody else sleep and you out running for free it's cheap <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah it's cheap but you, you don't have to have a membership to it, the gym it ain't, it ain't really that track. cheap either and it ain't cheap <laughs> and it, and when you go to these races you cannot sleep in the car so be mindful that you have to pay for these races they're not free so you know it, it costs money and then you pay to run 31 miles you know you pay somebody right. else to go run 31, 31 but it miles is, usually the, the cause of the race is for a good cause yeah. and it's very inspirational even for someone like me uh, I'm Bernardo's husband by the way um, for me, I have never, ever planned on being a runner. Uh, obviously, you can't see me, but I'm 400 plus pounds. So, running is something I should probably do every day as well as my wife. And I lay in the bed and watch her leave every morning. But in watching her um, go through this and see how she, i seen the times when she's struggling and crying and, and you know, even down herself. And watching her come through it and complete 31 miles, it, you know, it made me set a goal for myself that I never saw myself doing and I my plan is within the next year to run a 5k you know so even in their victory it, it inspired me to do something you know do something new do something better so I, I hope you know their story inspires a lot of other people people like me who who you know watch these people run and, and blow at them in there in the streets when we're trying to get to work in the morning you know that's awesome. See, you inspire people that you'd even know you inspire. So just your dedication of getting up. Uh, and I've had some people come in about some social media stuff that you ladies have posted. You know, just your commitment. And that, and it's not normal. So that's why I say you in the 1% club. You in a club that, that's not a normal club because everybody can't do that. You know, it's, it's easy to, to go to a kickboxing class. It is not easy to get out there and run. Um, so it, it you are in a 1% club. But again, I'm not going to waste your time. So, but in closing, I do want you to give me a nugget, uh, your your word of wisdom. It could be about your 31. It could just be about um, just what you're willing to share with other people to inspire other people. Um, I would just say what I've already said. You know, don't set limits on yourself. Set a goal. 
wake up every day and move forward towards that goal and don't stop until you reach it. I mean, it's okay if you crawling towards it. Just keep moving, don't stop. You can achieve everything and anything you set your mind to do. Just don't ever, ever, ever give up on yourself. I would just say just keep pushing, persevere through it, don't give up, you got this. Do you have anything in closing? Well, in closing, I, you know, I would say find you someone who truly supports you when you start this process because it's worth it. And it's, it's even easier when you have people who, who are behind you 100% because being married to someone who gets up every morning, you have, there has to be trust, <laughs> there has to be understanding. You know, so just find someone who truly supports you when you start this process. All right, my closing is just, man, what, what's your excuse? You know, if you listening to these stories, you listening to these ladies and you see the drive um, and you see them getting up and you see them pushing, even when they think they're not prepared, um, they still go. Even during the race, when you want to stop and your feet hurting and you're limping and they still go. So I'm saying, what's your excuse? You have a, a gentleman that's saying about how much he weighs and he's saying he's inspired to get up and run. So I'm saying, what is your excuse? I keep saying that because we have so many people that's, that's complacent. You just waiting on something. Are you blaming other people? Um, you're, you're not a victim. All right. You're not a victim. So you have to get your tail up and do something. Maybe it ain't running 31 miles, but you have to let this be what inspires you to read those books or write that book or go and ask to be uh, a manager or to move up in your job. There's a lot of people just sitting at the job hoping somebody moved them up, but that's something that you got to go get. Just like these ladies said, they had to go get these 31 miles and the next one to be a 50 mile and then a 100 miles. Uh, <laughs> you have to go get okay. that. All right, you have to go see that. And, and like I said, sometimes you just got to jump out there and do it. Okay, yeah. and then Thank my last thing is when you have that opportunity, you know, we spoke about it at the beginning when they say those ladies there and they they asked those ladies what they was doing and the ladies said they was finna run downtown, which is not down the street. Now downtown is almost three miles. Three miles down the road. And at, at that point right there, they could have said, all right, y'all have a good time. Y'all be easy. But they said, we going to. So find you somebody that is going to take you to the next level. All right, because they could get you started and then you could go from five miles to 31 miles. So I know we're closing, but you just said something right there. When we found these group of ladies, they were like runners. They've been running for a long time. And that's what you do have to find. You have to find somebody that's doing the same thing that you want to do or somebody with the same goals because they have experience and they know what it takes to do what you want to do. Because I remember talking to one of the girls and I was like, I want to do a marathon. And she was like, you need to do a half marathon first. And it made sense. How I'm going to jump out there from doing three miles and go to 26. I did need to do a half marathon first. So I would just say just find somebody, a group of women, a group somewhere to help you um, on whatever it is you're trying to achieve. And listen, I've, I've attended one, a couple marathons. I will say that it's a it's a lively event. If you've never done it, you need to try. They didn't sell it, um, but they do have food there. You know, my very first one, um, it wasn't a great experience for me, I would say, at first because I had a small child. I had to walk around Atlanta, Georgia, that had all these hills with this baby. So I should have just signed up. I should have just signed up and ran the dog on thing myself. But uh, it, it was the peach tree race. Yes, it was. But it was a lot of people there. They have a lot of things going on, and I look forward to getting them peaches and that ice cream at the end. So if you have not 
um, experience the marathon, just go out before you sign up, go see it, go to the finish line, go watch it, see what's going on. And then the next one, find you something that you can get in. You can walk it first. They do have people. I will say that, you know, they make you feel bad. It's a humbling experience when you see all these elderly people, mm -hmm. you know, 70 and 80 years old and they out there running. So you can walk it and then that's going to put you in the environment with these people that can help you and inspire you. So what's your excuse again? But again, thank you for uh, coming, ladies. I thank you for sharing your story. I'm sure somebody is going to give you some some feedback, some questions. So please, if you want people to reach out to you, email us at expecttowin365 at gmail.com and I'll get that to these young ladies and then we'll go from there. Um, but anybody got anything else before we close? Nope, I think that's it. Thank you for having, Thank us. For having us on your show. Man, it's not a problem, man. Hey, what's your excuse? Keep running. This is Lamar Thomas, Expect to Win. Peace. Thank you for listening to the Expect to Win podcast. We would love your feedback to help us grow. You can reach out to us at expecttowin365 at gmail.com. You can search for us on Facebook at win, win, win. It will pull right up. We're also on Twitter. We appreciate your support. If you got us on podcast, go ahead and share us and like us um, and give us a few stars and let us know how we did. Thank you.